Hello, and welcome to DFS Deep Dive. My name is Brian Craighead, and I'll be your host. I'll be introducing my other two hosts, Luke and Mav, here momentarily. As you can imagine, with a name like DFS, we handle weekly, daily fantasy football, and our, and our platform is DraftKings. You can find, find us on Twitter, at TheCutFFB. And as for me, you can find all of, all of my content at Vandegrad92. I do a lot of other things. I do, I do this website, four other websites. In fact, today I was kind of getting an injury article together. Last night I was getting the value plays for the um, for the DFS that we're doing now. So it's been a rather busy 24 hours. But at this point in time, I'd like to introduce those uh, co-hosts. I'm Luke and Mav. Guys, how are you tonight? What's up, man? Uh, chilling, hoping for a better week of football. You know, can only hope. Um, my name is Maverick. I go by protagonist TV underscore on Twitter. Um, the TV after my name stands for, you know, cause I'm a Twitch streamer because I do game. So that is like my handle on Twitter. Um, but everybody calls me Maverick for the most part in terms of the football side. I tweet a lot about fantasy football um, and I get depressed on Twitter about how bad my team is so far this year. You know, <laughs> Patriots. But that's pretty much about it. Um, in terms of stuff I do for football, it's just mostly this for now. Hey, guys. Lucas Depow. Uh We're going to enjoy a stress-free, bi-week-filled weekend for Pittsburgh, but still be stressing over fantasy, obviously, and getting some hockey. But just enjoying the game Sunday will be nice not to worry about Pittsburgh almost losing to Geno Smith. But uh, that's what they do. Hey, yeah, I have Lucas Depow, NFL hockey. Come talk to me. Whatever. All right, our content has been pretty good here lately, right, fellas? Oh, in terms of last week and DFS oh, scores, yeah. and can we, all that. Can we go over the score again from last week? Yeah, do y'all have that? Do you have that available, Luke? Uh, I don't. I think I've got it off the top of my head. It's I in our text. This was probably the best week I've as as an average for all three of us. Like usually, one of us is kind of bombed, but this week, all three of us, I think, hit a good, solid number. All right. So from memory, I, I think Matt was 166. No, I got it right here. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, I was the winner with the most of the three. I got 170.14. Brian with 162.64. And Luke with 152.58. And I think it's important that uh, we, we all know that Luke's actually, I played my plays. Luke's actually played all three of them. He tripled his money last week, so hopefully y'all are enjoying our content. Yeah. We're hopefully getting giving you some good information. So okay. good, good job, my fellow co-hosts here. Uh, yeah, I'm playing all three of them every week. If they all three bring money, that's all what we're here for. We're here to help each other and everyone else out there listening. I needed the bounce back week. I'm pretty sure I was bad last week and then good the week before. So it's a nice bounce back week. Yeah, for sure. So, like I said, we all play play on DraftKings. Um, a few simple rules that we need to go over. There's a $50,000 salary cap. You've got a quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a defense, and a flex. So you got to fill all those nine positions. And uh, like I said, there's that $50,000 salary cap. And some th- things that we, we like to go over at the beginning of each show is uh, kind of who's who's playing this week, how many games are on the main slate, because that's why we play the main slate. It's all your 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern games. And this week is kind of unusual because there's actually a, a ton of teams on by. I was looking at it today. I thought there was one other week that had six teams on by, but there's actually just this week. So you've got six teams on by this week. So that's kind of an unusual thing to deal with. And um, so real quickly, the te- teams that are on by, you've got the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Bills, our Steelers, and also the Jaguars. And just reading those names off, you're thinking about all the fantasy, especially everything but tight ends how much you're missing between your quarterback, running backs, wide receivers. So you're missing a ton of great players. And 
in addition to that, we've also got three games, three primetime games. One of them was last night. Just hoping the rest of the games this week is, are better than last night's game with all the injuries and just in general, kind of a kind of an ugly game. But the Browns did win 17 to 14. So we know our boss, Christian, will be happy with that. But like I said, that was a Thursday night game. Sunday night, you got the, the Colts playing at the 49ers. And then a Monday night, you've got the Saints playing at the Seahawks. And so that's kind of a rundown of the teams that won't be available on the, on the main slate here. And at this point in time, we're going to kick it over to Luke and Mav and they'll kind of run down their lineups and see what we've got going on for the week. No, I am not going to lie. I I don't need anybody from any of those teams. I, I don't think you're missing anybody outside of Jonathan Taylor, if we're being honest, from the primetime games. Those aren't even like – I don't have anybody from any of those teams, so I'm fine from all from, from the, the primetime games. And my only yep. bi-week players on the league that I look at the most because it's the money league my on ESPN, my redraft, I have CeeDee Lamb and J-Rob on a bye. That's pretty much it. And Dak, who's always on my bench anyway because I have Brady. <laughs> in my bye week pinch, I'm actually rolling Ross Dewelly out there. The Niners tied in. and not really. Who? Yeah, he's the kiddo guy. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I, bye weeks are – there's no tight ends in that league. It's a 12-team redraft, and Dalton Schultz is my tight end, and he's been oh, phenomenal God. for me. So, Ross Dewelly, Garoppolo's back in, not Trey Lance rocket arm, who tried to throw every ball 90 miles an hour. Garoppolo likes his tight ends. I'm hoping for a sneaky. Give me 10 points and I'll be happy. All right. It, it, it could be worse. I've got I've got a super flex league. And the guy I'm playing, as well as myself, neither one of us have a quarterback. I know it's sad. I've got Dak Prescott. And, and unfortunately, as Steelers fans, i got Ben Roethlisberger. But I, we're supposed to have four quarterbacks combined. We've got zero. So. Nice. Oh God. See, I was so happy. I, but my team's actually very solid, too, without, like, that with hurting on a bye. I still got Brady. I still got my other running back, Aaron Jones. I got DeAndre Hopkins. So my team's so pretty. I still got Jalen Waddle as my backup receiver now for CD Lamb, and he went off last week. So I, I I have one team before you get started here that I'm missing: James Robinson, Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Marvin Jones, and George Kittle. One because injury all bye weeks. So I am. It's we're rolling Marquez Callaway on Monday Night Football. Hopefully, Jameis Winston gets a bomb. That Seattle secondary is bad, but. We can hope. Oh God, that sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I'm going to be good. So for my DraftKings lineup, we're going to go uh, from expensive to least expensive. And I'll show you why I went with the my least expensive options. But I don't think I've ever done this, and I probably will never get away with this ever again. I went with Derrick Henry at 9,200 at running back. Um, hopefully this doesn't bite me in the, uh, you know, in the rear because 9,200 is a lot for one player. But if there's one player, I mean, he's a walking at least. What is his average? He's averaging 30 points, a, you know, a game. I don't think there's anybody else that's doing that right now. So he's a league winner right now for sure. Yeah. So like, why not? Right outside of the game against Arizona, which is the first game of the season. Um, at 7,700, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. My wide receiver <laughs> one, DeAndre Hopkins. It looks like he's healthy again, and it's a revenge game against Houston. I'm pretty sure he's going to want to go in there and like, man, you traded me for what? Going to go in there. He might get 20 points in the first quarter. I was going to ask, did you think about the revenge game of the opposite of that trade? Throw a little David Johnson in there? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it goes both ways, right? <laughs> I completely forgot about David Johnson. That's just how yeah. like, irrelevant. I just feel like he he's become since his injury, which is, you know, you feel, yeah. feel, feel bad for players like that. He had that one really good year, and kind of really, that was kind of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much it. So I, I went, right. you know, heavy on my top two players, and I'm expecting at least 25-plus from both, hopefully, right? Or maybe, like, you know, a little 30 and, like, you know, 20, some, something like that. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting, what I'm expecting. So now we're going to go back top down. I went Tua Tagovailoa at 5,500. He played this. He actually... For as much as he's getting talked about right now negatively, he actually had his best game of the season last week. He right? did. He, he gave you 25 points over 300 passing yards. Did he even have a game over 300 passing yards last year? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Like 70% completion percentage, two touchdowns. You know, he even runs the ball if he has to. So and he got you 25 points. So at 5,500, this is... You know, if he even replicates anything close to this, right? If he gets me 20 points, I'm happy, right? Even the 17 points yes. in New England was pretty solid. So if he's getting me 20 points, I'll be happy with that. 
for sure. And the matchup against the Falcons, I think the Falcons give up the 10th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So it's an awesome, mm-hmm. awesome week for both sides of the ball there. Um, so in my ESPN league, I, I picked up Ramondre Stevenson. I think the Patriots running backs both scored this week. But obviously for DraftKings here, I went with at 5,700. I went with Damian Harris. Um, it seems like he was fully healthy last week. He went for 18 and 101 and a touchdown and 20 points. If he gets me anything closest, even if it's 1870 and a touchdown, right? That's 15 points, which is pretty much all I need out of him. So 20 points, little, it's a little extra, right? So even if I'm looking at 23 for 100, he gets a couple of receptions here and there. So 5,700, it's not, it's not a bad price for somebody that's going to get you anywhere from, you know, 13 to 20 points. Right. At wide receiver, my other receivers, I went with Brandon Cooks at 6000 His price is going up little by little. But at 6000 I mean, somebody's got to catch the ball against Arizona. Who's the number one corner in Arizona? Do they even have a mm. shutdown corner in Arizona outside of, like, their front seven? Like, do they have anybody? In somebody theater? playing well. I think they have an injury right now. But regardless, they still haven't made Cooks' price high enough for what he does. Yeah, I mean, last week, he's I, so out, outside of the New England game, I mean, and against uh, Buffalo, because that was yeah. two good defenses. Yeah. You also mentioned David Johnson. If he gets playing time, I guess he, he's the check down, and or Amendola play, plays this week. But he, he's been out. Yeah. God, Amendola, I forgot he can, yeah. he's playing. But yeah, <laughs> outside of the bad two weeks where – he got shut down by Bill and annihilated by Buffalo. He's getting you 18 plus points. Um, wide receiver three. I mean, he's the only healthy receiver. Well, I can't even say he's healthy. He's like the only receiver that's going to be playing this week. Sterling Shepard, right? Every game he's played this this year, 17, 17, and 27. Outside of the game against Atlanta, where he got hurt, like early in the game, he's getting you a lot of points for 5,600. Like I said, because I went heavy with Henry and Hopkins, 6,056 for these two. They're almost a steal. I meant to. Give I, I meant to text you. Did you see the Shepherd thing today? Yeah, they, he's questionable, but like the, their entire yeah. roster is questionable. He was questionable last week and still played. Yeah, they said he had some kind of setback in practice, so I don't know what that means, but yeah. that would definitely be one to. Yeah. He was limited both yesterday and today. I think. I think like Mav says, he plays. If there's enough options at 50, around that fifty-six hundred mark, you can always check check over if, if not, needed. Yeah, you can just go to Jalen Waddle. And who's also the same exact price range, and he had 29 points last week. I actually had that had that as one of your pivot plays because you had Tua. I was like, oh, that would give him a stack. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't have any stacks this week. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, outside of my tight end, who I'm, I'm about to Hunter Henry here. What's his price range? 41. Hunter Henry. He has a touchdown in three straight weeks. I think. It, I think it becomes four. I think he does more than two catches for 25 yards, though. The Henry yeah. Henry stack, <laughs> Derek Henry Hunter Henry. Derek, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened last week. He had like this was like in the first quarter. They were up fourteen seven, and then I'm hearing McDaniel's ran out of twelve personnel plays. How do you do that? He definitely seems <laughs> to be going away from Jonu Smith for sure. Well, John, yeah, because he like like I said, he ran out of plays out of twelve personnel. I don't know how you do that. How do you run out of plays? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Doesn't yeah, sound good. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. But I mean, he had eight targets, five targets, six targets, four targets, and then just last week, just two targets. But he's getting he's getting the looks in the red zone. So if they touch the red zone, they're looking for him. Yeah. So I don't know. He's averaging ten points in the last three weeks, thirteen, nineteen, and ten. So I'm looking anywhere from I, I he's gonna get you anywhere from thirteen to, to twenty. Like last week, I don't know what happened against Dallas. Um and then my flex. I got, I got to type his name out because he is too low. Tyler Johnson at 3,000. Right? Antonio Brown's already ruled out. There's no Gronk. Um, and I I doubt they Chicago, if they want to be, remain competitive, I doubt they let Mike Evans and Chris Godwin beat him, which means Tyler Johnson's going to get all the looks that Antonio Brown would have gotten. Right. That's, that's just how I'm looking at it. And he has experience with – he has the repertoire with Brady already from last year. So, and even if you're just looking at his highlights from last year, he was actually very solid. So, him being the number four, the number five in that depth chart is actually really good. So, I see him getting uh, a couple of catches for a touchdown. He's one of those dynasty darlings for sure. He always here mm-hmm. talked up because, you know, Godwin's contract situation and AB's not young. So, it could be relevant next year for sure. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you see OJ Howard being involved? 
he was gonna be my my pivot from Hunter from Hunter Henry. Okay. He's my pivot from Hunter Henry. Um, he's a, he's at he's at thirty four hundred, which will give me another seven. But for defense, I went with Arizona at thirty one. They're playing Houston. Um, I don't even think I need to say more. <laughs> no, I liked your lineup overall. The only two pivots I have one was Waddle. What we are talking about. The other one was Tyler Johnson. There's another three thousand dollar player. Would you consider Cole Komet on the Bears? The Buccaneers are not good against tight ends. They've kind of been getting shredded, and let's face it, the Bears aren't going to be able to run because nobody runs on Tampa, and he's also 3,000. So he's a switch up. That is assuming uh, Christian's boy has any time to breathe. Yeah, and Jimmy Graham tested positive for COVID, so he's out. So he will be the tight end. So So I think as bad as they are, I think he could have a a decent day. He had four for 49 last week. So he oh, can okay. give me a decent yeah, floor. So, I mean, if, he, if he's giving you like four for forty nine, that's not bad. Yeah, I see the Bears keeping it somewhat competitive. I don't, I don't know about the point being less than the point spread of twelve, but at the same time, I think yeah. the Bears can can compete. Right? Can their O line hold up against that D line? That's gonna be key. Yeah. Exactly. So the only like, place I had, like um, Luke just said, Waddle for Shepard, just in case Shepard can't play. And then if you go Hunter Henry, let's just go. Um, OJ Howard, who is cheaper, 3,400, right? He's questionable, so we don't even know if he's playing. If he's not playing, then Cameron Brate's 33. It's another 100 less. Um, you can go Jamar Chase instead of Shepard. Or Godwin at 5,900. And then from Damian Harris, or if not Damian Harris, which is 800, you have now 66. You can go uh, Henderson. So, I mean, there, there's pl- there, there's plenty to yeah. to work with here. It's For just sure. um, Henry had 16, and Hunter Henry had like nothing last week, but had like 19 the week before. So, and it's against the Jets. I feel like last week they almost beat Dallas. Um, everything is slowly clicking. Slowly. I mean, I wish they would hurry up and click. So I don't know what they're doing, but it's slowly coming together. I feel like the perfect game for it to come together would be against the Jets. Right. So I'm hoping for a big game from from Mac Myers, Hunter Henry, and then you know the run game will give you a couple of scores here and there. So that's just what I'm expecting. I would definitely be wrong like I've been all season, but the Patriots. So who knows at this point? Also, if you went down from OJ Howard, you could go up from Tyler Johnson and play a Deshaun Jackson or a Van Jefferson because let's face it, the Rams are going to take their shots on the Lions, give Stafford his revenge game, you know. But between between Djax and Van Jefferson, you know it's Djax probably get a bomb. Van Jefferson probably a little there. They're they're thirty four and thirty five hundred. So if you went down to OJ Howard, then you could switch Tyler Johnson to one of those two. But I'll be mentioning my thirty four hundred dollar player here a little later. I'd, I'd rather have him. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> you said you're free square. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that yeah. too. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. mention it later though. Okay. All right. So, Brian, do you got anything for Mav there? I've kind of said what I I liked it overall. You know, that's a, that's the funny thing. I was I was sitting here looking at my pivots because usually I just write down a handful of pivots, and and each one of them was like, okay, yeah, that's that would be a great one. So I, I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to, but I think all three of us basically share the same brain in some form or fashion. So no, I have nothing <laughs> else to add right now. That's okay. Cool. I like it. All right. Cool. Let's clear the board. All right. All right, for me, um, for quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, 6,400. I think everybody, oh, maybe except Taylor Haneke last week, but the Chiefs defense is still ugh, not very great. Titans may find their groove a little bit. The only thing with Tannehill is Derrick Henry seems to be taking all the touchdowns. So maybe this week he gets a little love, but there should be a shootout in that game. Chiefs-Titans, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of defense played in that game. Um. Uh, Running back, we go down to Daryl Henderson at 6,600. The Lions rusty real bad. We, we talk about this every week. They're bad. They're just bad all around. And I was oh, so upset with how bad they were last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember you making fun of the Bengals. Like, are they going to be the Bungles? Hey. No, the Lions, Lions are awful. With, especially with their coach, and they, they come out the next week and play like that. Yeah. They made the Bengals look like world beaters. Um, but yeah, Daryl Henderson, he's been so consistent this year too. He, he has a very, very safe floor. I think 15 is his floor in this game. And I, I think he would definitely get more than that. Um, for other running back, I'm with you, Mav, on your boy, Damian Harris coming off hundred yard game. He had a touchdown and decent amount of yards against the Jets. The first matchup. It's kind of crazy. You guys already played twice. A lot of divisional teams haven't played each other yet. 
But I think Patriots v. Control run the ball. You know, he should get more work than Stevenson. I know you got your own little conundrum going on with Stevenson over there uh, on one of your lineups. But uh, I like Damian Harris as well for everything you talked about. We don't really need to say much more about him. Uh, for wide receiver, dumb. this guy, I start in so many leagues with DJ Moore at 7,100, but Giants, you see what the Rams did to that secondary last week? He's the number one there. Terrence Marshall's out this week. Robbie Anderson can't catch a cold. DJ Moore should just go nuts this week. Hopefully Sam Darnold is starting to get a little worried. Uh, the old Sam Darnold's coming back, but I still think he should have a lot. He had a lot of air yards last week too. Um, another receiver, 6,900, Terry McLaurin. Game they're going to have to throw in Green Bay. And Jerry Alexander still out, so this guy's a stud receiver. Just give him the ball. Kind of been underperforming this year. Let's see if he can do it this week against Green Bay. I like it in a game they should have to play catch up a lot. Um, the next receiver, that this is crazy because this guy's had a rough year at Allen Robinson at 5,100. Like we just talked about, Fields got enough time to throw. Well, if he does, this could be the guy. Or where can Tampa get beat? It's through the air. It's definitely not on the ground. I noticed none of us played Khalil Herbert this week in DraftKings, even though his price is low because nobody runs on Tampa. Except for that one drive Miles Sanders had for some reason where he <laughs> got like 70 yards on like eight carries. But that's a topic for another day, Miles Sanders. But I like Allen Robinson. This is a crazy price. And I think at worst he gets five for 50 in this game. Can we just feast – what I believe is still a top 12 wide receiver in the NFL in terms of talent. Just not a good situation. Can we get this man a quarterback, please? Yeah, right, because he, he definitely doesn't have one in Chicago. No, he's never had one. Um, a tight end, we're going back to the well. Ricky Seals-Jones, I, I didn't pay for Kelsey. It felt weird. Ricky Seals is 3700 He was good last week. He paid off big time for 3000 He got that long touchdown, and let's face it, Curtis Samuel's out again. They don't have a wide receiver, too. And they're going to have to throw, like I said, with Terry McLaurin. I think that's your 1A, 1B in the passing game. Antonio Gibson's dealing with some kind of shin injury. We don't know if he's 100%. Maybe this, a week, this will be the week your boy McKissick has two straight good games because of the Gibson injuries. Right. And maybe oh, this will be. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some kind of shin fracture thing he's playing with. And I'm, he's scary yeah, in fantasy. I keep right waiting now. for him to sit him a game. But he's- yeah, if it's bad this week, I think they took his helmet from him in the fourth quarter last week. Now I know it was a blowout, but you got to imagine. If they start losing a bunch of games, they'll be like, you know what? Let's just get you ready for next year. Yeah, he. Re- I, I I think he'll go in short term or IR. I don't think he'd be ruled out for the season, but he's just yeah. barely, barely practices. So he's one you definitely got to look for this week, just to eyeball test to see how he looks on the field. In my flex position, I went Brandon Cooks. So we got a couple of the same you, man. Huh? Six thousand. Not much more to say about Brandon Cooks, right? He's, he's going to have seven for 70 probably as a floor. They're going to be getting killed, and you're just going to feed them. All he needs is the right matchup. Two weeks ago, I believe well, it was against the Patriots, I think, if memory serves me. He had a bad matchup. Pretty much any time he's got an even decent matchup, he, he gives you 15 to 20 points yep. every time. So. We know Belichick takes away the best player, and he did, but you know we won't talk about the rest of that game for Mavs sake. <laughs> what happened with those other receivers, but he definitely shut Cooks down. Against, like you said, they don't really have a stud corner. Byron Murphy came to mind. I don't know if he's their number one, but I know he's a decent corner. But I still think Cooks has a floor every week. And his, like you said, his price has gone up. Still not where it should be. If it gets like seven, then okay, I'd probably stop playing him. But as long as it stays at 6K or under, I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with doing him every week. Absolutely not. And defense with the Giants, 2,500. Listen, Sam Darnold turns the ball over a lot. And when you pay for D that low, you get a couple turnovers. You get six to eight points. That's all you need, right? Give me a couple turnovers with Sam Darnold. They still don't have McCaffrey. That's a whole other situation, too. Playing the turnover game with the Giants. The only couple pivots I have for myself, um, I meant to mention this, too, with you and Damian Harris, about going down 100 to Chase Edmonds. They took him off the injury report today. And usually when a team's favored to win by a lot, you can play the running back, right? I know they got him and James Connors, the problem. Like the two the funny thing is, they're both at the same price. But Oh, I really? I didn't notice that. They're at 5600 apiece. And for me, I like both of them, to be honest. But I think if they get if they get well ahead, I wouldn't be surprised. If, if Especially since Edmonds kind of struggled with an injury throughout the week. Like you said, he got pulled off today. I, I yeah. see Connor even having a bigger game than Edmonds. Right. Yeah, you're right. You could probably go either one. 
And then a receiver, if you go down, if you don't want to play McLaurin against Green Bay and you go down to Calvin Ridley, who is 6,600, which seems extremely cheap, you know, that saves you 300 to go elsewhere. Up you, can or even, down. you can even go Devontae Booker at 55. He didn't get a chance to play much last week or get a lot of touches because it was against the Rams and Aaron Donald, and they were down by a billion after like five minutes in the game. So- the Panthers but, have been stingy against the run, though. But he should get a ton of yeah, volume. He'll, he's no receivers. Get a ton of volume, like out of the backfield, still. Even though he wasn't perfect, I still think he scored double-digit points last week. So for his price tag, that yeah, was- and especially like when you're down by like fifty after the first quarter, you're not dumping the ball off anymore. You're just feeding your receivers down the field. But if if you would go down from Scary Terry down to Calvin Ridley, that saves you three hundred. Then you can go Cooks to AJ Brown and get the Tannehill AJ Brown stack in the Kansas City game. So that's another way to look at it too. I don't even trust Calvin Ridley at this point. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the London game where he had that personal issue where he said, "Um, I don't think maybe he just didn't want to go to London." I don't know. We don't know his personal life. Maybe something he was dealing with. But yeah, at sixty six hundred, what, what he—that's a low price for him. For what I mean, he could be, Miami secondary's been torched. Be, yeah, I mean, but he's not. He only has one touchdown throughout the year. Reminds me of Julio Jones, where all these yards and all these receptions, just no touchdown. Also, if you go from Harris to one of the Cardinals running backs, you can go from Brandon Cooks up to Chubba Hubbard at 6,100. He'll get a lot of volume for the Panthers, too. And the Giants, you know, run D, not very good. But there's definitely some different ways to go about it. I'd like to have a lineup to throw Matt Stafford in there because he's going to want to stick it to the Lions this week. What I would do? Eagles defense instead of the Giants because the Eagles D they you know they they're gonna they're gonna get a turnover they're gonna sack mm-hmm. you a few times they're averaging five points outside of the Tampa game and the Kansas City game where they got one point and negative one points you still got a twelve point game an eight point game and another ten point game so their defenses actually are actually giving you points even though they're giving up a lot of points they're still getting sacks and a couple of turnovers so that'll save you two hundred. And then you can go from at 5,300, Jacoby Myers, if you want to take that risk. Um, at 5,400, can't really drop from anywhere. But, you know, if you want to mess around with your price a little bit, um, AJ Green at 5,100, who's actually playing very well so far outside of week five. Yes, he San is. Francisco. He's definitely flying under the radar a little bit. But he, the last four games, three out of the last four games, 18, 17, and 19. So AJ Green is coming up to be that wide receiver, too, that he was signed to be. What would you think about going from Tannehill up to Stafford, which is plus 700, but then you could go down from Scary Terry to Jamar Chase? Would you rather have Stafford and Chase? Yeah, I'm I'm not high on Tannehill because he hasn't done anything all year for the moment. That's the thing. He's just not getting the touchdowns. Yeah. But, again, Julio's hamstring, (laughs) he came back and didn't even last the game. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, but, like the like the last four games, he's not giving you 300 yards. And usually, the elite quarterbacks, outside of the ones that run the ball, um, you're gonna get either a lot of touchdowns, which he's not giving you, or 300 yards, which he's not giving you that either. The problem is Derrick Henry's taking everything. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop Derrick Henry. So, like I don't see. Right. Man, I wouldn't even. Tannehill up right now. If so, can you read like his pa- pass attempts each game? Tannehill. Yeah. 29, 22, 49, 27. The problem is, besides that 49, he's not even getting the 30. So mm-hmm. they're just like so much. Yeah. So it's the Derrick Henry show in Tennessee. But yeah. they're playing the Chiefs this week. So you have to assume that, that the pass attempts will go up. So that yeah. is also assuming they go down by two scores. If Derrick Henry's just going to move the ball and score anyway, you don't have to throw, you don't even have to throw the ball. Especially if you run the ball and you chew clock, that's less time for Mahomes to be out there. It's going to be a very interesting game. Yeah, after I wrote that own pivot, I was like, wow, I got Stafford and Chase to McLaurin. I know you said – or no, you said Ridley or not McLaurin, but still. So there's different ways you can go about it for sure, just with one or two flips. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And like I said earlier about, you know, D-Jax or Van Jefferson, if you want to throw one of those as your cheapies this week, I don't know who it's going to be. Maybe both of them have a big play, but I really just think Stafford's going to really want to stick it to the Lions this week and – I mean, maybe I don't think so. I mean, I don't know if he would want to stick it to them since the the Lions did him a favor and traded him instead of just holding on. Right? To him. Maybe golf wants to do it the other way, but I don't know if he can. <laughs> golf revenge yeah. game. Nobody had that. I in can the see. I, I, I can see golf getting embarrassed and benched by halftime. Right. Yeah, it'll be hard for golf to put up stats while he's on his back. I'm afraid. I don't think golf is like awful, but I don't think he, I just think he's he like just average. Is you just know, blind. Yeah. And he didn't have a weapon it's, either. Let's be honest. I'm also no, Brown's number one. He's missing guys that are wide open. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, then Christian, Christian, 
Christian, if you're listening, you compared Goff to Mac Jones. I'm I that's embarrassing. Like, show some respect <laughs> to Mac Jones, please. At least if somebody's open underneath, Mac Jones hits uh. it and not throws it away. My God, it's he's terrible. It it never bodes well when your coach says that you have to um pick up your pace a little bit better and play better. So did you guys see that know. press conference where he had that long pause and he was I mean it was like crazy. He had a long pause. He's like, we just need more out of golf. Like I've never seen a coach pause that long before saying something. Like he was like, am I really about to say this? Like he thought about it. Yeah, I mean he's not lying. Golf they they gave him mm-hmm. two first first round picks for him basically. They've had and, a lot of red zone turnovers too. I realize wait, red no, zone. The Lions got two first round picks out of him, but they traded Matthew yeah. Stafford for Goff, and it's right. How do the Rams yeah. even make it to the Super Bowl with him? Yeah, and that's why they only scored three points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's terrible. But yeah, Brian, do you have anything else to add there? No, no more pivots at this point. If, like I said, y'all are na- are nailing basically all my pivots, but I, I'll have a couple later, but not off your lineup necessarily. I think to the last thing I'll say real quick about with Tampa with AB being out, like you said, I think Evans and Godwin, if you can get them in, I think both will be fine this week. Maybe Godwin will finally have a game. He hasn't done anything all year, like for what he's used to. Mm-hmm. Could be his game this week. One thing I'll say, I I don't I don't know why, and maybe it's just a price tag, but I'd rather have Godwin. He's he's about I think seven or eight hundred dollars cheaper than Evans this week. So yeah. Oh, uh, see, Evans is sixty five, Godwin is fifty nine, so six hundred. It's just so funny whenever Tampa gets on the one or two yard line, you're like, oh, here comes a fade Evans, and they do it all the time. He's so good at that. Robert fade Woods route. is 6,400, and he's had one great game. Everything else mm-hmm. is. The, the week McVay said, we need to feed him the ball more, and they really fed him the ball. Average. So he could Robert- do it this week. The Lions D, I mean, you know, I. Which which Rams are going to be? They might all do good. You know, you pick your poison. Somebody's probably going to disappoint because Cooper Cup is eighty four hundred. Yeah, I mean he's been what's his what's his worst week this year? Uh, eleven points. Oh, he did have okay. Was yeah. that was that the same game? No, that wasn't Arizona. Okay, and then Seattle. He had seven okay. for ninety two, but no touchdowns. That, that was the Robert Woods game, the Seattle game. And Zona's the one that got beat. So, yeah. Cooper Cup, I mean, if you can get him in there, obviously he's an autoplay every week at this point. Yeah, Chase is 62. Malcolm Brown's somehow only – he's cheaper than Brandon Cooks. <laughs> and then you got Waddle at 56. Um, Devontae Smith at 54. Waddle at 56, who just put up 29. That can be replicated. Um, Corey Davis. I mean, I wouldn't play Corey Davis because of the matchup. AJ Green could be a solid number two at 5,100. So that's cheap. You skipped over your boy, Mr. Jacoby Myers. Don't score. <laughs> at Is this the week? We're going to keep saying it. We're going to keep saying it. We're going to keep saying it. If Jacoby score. Myers can score a touchdown, he's worth a 5,300 price tag. Once, he's he's, once he scores, he's going to go on a tear and probably score like eight straight weeks. That's probably I how it'll happen. So, man. <laughs> I, I was so happy when he scored and then they called the flag and <laughs> all hell broke loose after that. I was just like the most impressed I've ever been watching football after that. Yeah, poor guy did score. That wasn't his fault. Yeah, no, there was there was a hold. The next play, Mac Jones got, got speared. And then he fumbled and it's, it just wasn't the same after that. <laughs> Anyway, Brian, it's your turn. I don't want to talk about the game anymore. <laughs> the, the one thing I, I was looking at my notes, and I, we've talked about several of these games already, but I forgot to give our kind of games to watch. So I want to do that real quick. Okay. The, there's three games that are actually have have uh, over-unders over 50. Chiefs and Titans are 57 and a half. Lions and Rams are at 50 and a half, but keep in mind that the Rams are 16 and a half point favorites. Eagle, Eagles and Raiders, well, I said, I said over 50. The Eagles and Raiders are right there at 49. And then there's several other teams that have high implied totals of their own. The Falcons are sitting at 25. The Ravens are sitting at 27. But in all honesty, even though the over-under right now is only 47, may have changed since I wrote this, but that was earlier today, I still like the Bengals on the comeback on that one. Then you got the Packers sitting at 29, the Bucks sitting at 30, and the Cardinals sitting – at 33 on an 18 and a half point spread against the Texans. So a lot of good options this week to pull, to pull from, even though it's a limited slate of only 10 games. That Chiefs Titans 57. That's over eight touchdowns. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like a college game. Watching, yeah, that's watching that even happen because Derek Henry's going to control the clock by himself for 30 minutes. All right. One bad quarter and that doesn't go over, you know? Yeah. That's you got to have consistent 
track meet football there, which should be. But yeah, like you said, Derrick Henry. So yeah, that's 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 a lot of several good games, even though you got limited number of teams for sure. Yep. But like I said, it's kind of amazing how some of our lineups overlap and pivot players overlap and and all that. So I'll go over mine real quick. Um, okay. I know y'all. First of all, I want to point out that Mav and I have a disagreement about Calvin Ridley. <laughs> I see his point. He's been awful this year, but the matchup against the Dolphins is actually really good. So. I went with a Matt Ryan at 5,800 and Calvin Ridley stack. Um, he's at 6,600, like I said. So that's my stack of the week. I I, uh, I was really looking for a pivot player, that excuse me, a comeback player that I liked for the Dolphins. And the only one I could think of, really, I mean, two, obviously can't play both Ryan and Tua. So the only only skill position player that I like, I mean, Jasicki's okay, but I didn't love his price tag. So I think Jalen Waddle's pretty good at 5,600 as well. But I didn't put him in my lineup. He was so involved. Kind of he was involved early and often in that last game in London. It was all Waddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it it should be again. Devontae Parker, I believe, is coming back this week, or at least as of today, he looked like he was had a decent chance. But uh, still, I think it's going to be all Waddle. Now, what you don't want to see is have games happened about two or three weeks ago. We had twelve receptions for about forty yards or something. Some, <laughs> Horrible stat. That's okay for PPR, though. I mean, it's decent. Yeah, that's getting you 16 <laughs> points. I'll take yeah. that. <laughs> it's just the crazy stat line when you see it. Like, what? That's Jacoby Brissett. That is the yeah. – I had to, I had to uh, rub off my glasses, double check double check to make sure my computer was working and, and all that. I could not, I could not believe It's, it's that. funny that it's him because Jarvis Landry used to do that stuff in Miami all the time. Oh, look, I, you asked me about questions. I did have one. I forgot to ask you this. What's that? So – I agree. I, li- I like Robbins, Allen Robinson just fine as well. But the question I've got for you okay. is he's sitting at 5,100. Mooney leads in targets and yardage, and he's sitting at 4,600. Why, why wouldn't he have gone with Mooney in that situation? It's just the proven talent. Mooney's had one year. A-Rob's done it for years, and I just think eventually it's got to come out. It's Allen Robinson. This is a perennial top 12 receiver for fantasy and overall. And I like Mooney as much as the next guy, but I think sooner or later, A-Rob's going to take back over and be his – because he is the number one still, I believe. But time will tell. It could be the whole this is who the young quarterback worked with in camp. You know, Maybe it was Fields and Mooney why Allen Robinson worked with Andy Dalton. So Now, is Mooney going to give you five for 125, or is he going to even score a touchdown? Something you got to think about. Yeah, that's, that's always – He, he might not even have time to do any of that. Like uh, Justin Fields might not have time to do any of that. So he can give you five for 45. Will he get the touchdown? So maybe A Rob has a safer floor. Yeah. And th- but that one week, Mooney went for five for 125. With, with Phil's, he's, he just had a pretty much con- good connection, it seems. But like you said, you never, it's it's too early in, in the Phil's regime to know what's going on there. Yeah, no, but the five for 125 was, was against Detroit. The Bears did beat Tampa last year, but that was before Tampa kind of hit their stride. Yeah, that was a weird game. I, I just, it was, a night, it was one of the primetime games. Yeah, it was against Nick Foles. <laughs> Brady's kryptonite, apparently. Yeah, pretty much. So you know what? You know what? This yeah. is a this is a revenge game for, for Brady. Stop! Stop it! Revenge. Game. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now the rest of my lineup's going to look a lot somewhat similar to Mav here. I uh, I went with Derrick Henry as well. Oh, like cool. I said, nothing else needs to be said about him. He's averaging thirty fantasy points a game. I don't usually like to go price tag sitting at ninety two hundred. But I was able to work around where I, where I could get that because, like you said, there's a lot of like I've said, like others have said, there's a lot of those top line players out this week. So why not do a little bit? If you're if you're going to pivot, why don't why don't you take a guy that's got probably got the most fantasy points on the season of anybody? So. And a lot of injuries. And in, in that same game, I went with Daryl Williams for the Chiefs at 5800. He was uh, I forget the exact stat, but I think he I think he put up 19 or 20 fantasy points last week. Scored yeah. two touchdowns, twenty three point nine. So I'm off a little yeah. bit. He had a really big game. The Titans' defense isn't isn't very good either. So I could see, even though we all think it's going to be an aerial attack, I, I went with the two running backs. It could be a situation where they try to somewhat somewhat stop the other offense by just running more. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went with that. At my uh, at at my wide receivers play, I'm going to go ahead and go with my. Thirty-four hundred dollars special first. To me, 
he is just that plug and play this week. He wasn't great last week. I get it. But Rashad Bateman sitting at 3,400 to me, he's pretty much a slam dunk free square. He may not put up big numbers, but he, he sets you, sets your rest of your lineup up last week in his first game back. He had core muscle surgery and had to sit out the first five games. So last week he had four catches on six targets for 29 yards. And I get it. 6.9 fantasy points is not great. But even if that's what he had at 3,400, it doubles, it doubles my fantasy points versus my price tag. So I'm not going to cry or spill milk over that one. And they didn't need him. They were blowing out the Chargers. They didn't have to throw. And the other thing that we need to mention about this, because I'm going to have Marquise Brown in, in here in just a second, is is that um, Sammy Watkins is out this week, as he was last week. Surprise. And like you said, they didn't need to pass the ball at all last week. They beat the Chargers, I think, 34 to 6 from memory. So they, uh, you know, like I said, they, they didn't need, need to throw the ball. The Bengals, I think, will be, I mean, it wouldn't take much, but I'm assuming the Bengals give them a little bit better game. I don't know what happened to the Chargers last week. They did not show up. Oh, it was embarrassing. I, my, uh, my, 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 my uh, fantasy league that I've been in for 18 years, um, basically the key to my success is the Chargers stack of <laughs> Eckler, Williams, and then I just, I just throw in Cook for extra. That way I've got three out of the four receiving targets. And needless to say, I mean, I still scored 118 points. It's actually considered pretty good in that league, but I lost because the Chargers did absolutely, absolutely nothing. Cook did get the one touchdown at least. He <laughs> Saved did. his day a little bit. Yeah, he, he wasn't bad. Like I said, I don't have a great tight end, but I like throwing Cook in there because it seems like um, it seems like when Williams doesn't do well, Cook Cook can do well in return. So yeah. Give a little bit somewhere and get back something else. So my other receivers, I don't know. We we, we seem to have D Hop and Mavs lineup pretty much every week, and I can't get a, get away from Jamar Chase right now. I don't I don't know why, but he's sitting at sixty two hundred, so I had to go with him. I was gonna say that I feel like you've had Chase like four or five straight weeks. <laughs> it's like it, your yeah, autoplay. To be honest, it's never intentional except when I get get to starting my setting my lineups. I'm like, oh, Chase is here available with this and. He's not had a bad. He's not really had a bad game all year. I think last year, I mean last week, his thirteen point nine was his lowest fantasy total. So I'm shocked his price is that low still too. For yeah, the big, thir- to thir- thirteen, he blows up. Thirteen, he blows up. Thirteen, he blows up. Uh oh. He had thirteen. Found a pattern. Maybe he's gonna. You know, it's literally thirteen point four, twenty two. Thirteen point seven, thirty. Thirteen point so, seven. So let's see what he does this week. Every other week, you play Chase then McKissick. You flip it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but worst case scenario, thirteen point four wouldn't be that bad. Still no. your salary, so it's not the worst play in the world, no matter what. Like I said, Marquise is sitting at fifty eight, so I had to play him. And then we've already talked about him, but Ridley Ridley was my other guy. So those are my receivers. And I went with I went with Mav on on another Henry. I got the double Henry as well. And he's talked about Henry Henry enough for me not to say anything. He's he's the Patriots fan, and he's certainly more in the know than I am. But he he has scored touchdowns in three consecutive weeks, like like was mentioned. And even last week we talked about him having a bad game. And in terms of fantasy, he had he had, with the touchdown saved his day. He was still at ten point five fantasy points or ten point four, so ten five I think. So you know he still had a decent day. And last but not least, I'm actually going to be, I'm actually going to be in Phoenix. Um, on Sunday, I'm going to go visit my, I had a living, living kidney donor transplant last August. And my wife and I, my wife, Sarah, and I were going out to Phoenix to visit with my kidney donor and her husband for a few days. So needless to say, we're pretty excited about that. So we're only going to be a short distance from their, from their stadium. I don't think we'll get a chance to take in the game. So I went with the Cardinals defense. It seems like a slam dunk against the Texans. I like it. And that's like, what I've got. I don't have anything else on, on my line. If y'all have any pivots for me? I just have two. Write down. I just have uh, Hollywood Brown to get away from one Raven. Like you already mentioned, Godwin. You you have a hundred left over. You can go up one hundred and play, play Godwin instead of Hollywood Brown if you wanted to. And I feel that could be kind of the same player, but gives you a little different game there if you wanted. And then Hunter Henry. We haven't talked about him. He got traded this week. Is anybody considering Zach Ertz first game in the Cardinals? Max, Williams, Max Williams had a decent role. And yeah, I, wrote an, I wrote an article this morning. Ertz was one of my value plays, and I've got him written down as a pivot. So yeah, I'm definitely considering. I'm just concerned. I'm just confused as to what he'll do. The the other thing to consider 
about Murray, he seems to distribute the ball to everybody. Before he got injured for the season, Max Williams, actually from weeks two to four, had a, had a really big – compared to what he'd ever done in his career, had, had a big three weeks. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to consider Ertz. Just Yeah, you got to be careful because, A, they probably not going to need to throw for so long. But they will. They'll score early. And then, B, did he pick up the playbook in a week, you know, so – that's the two things. It may be a wait and see, but you're right. If you want to throw him in one of your DFS lines just to try, because he's in one of the best offense, if not the best offense in football, and seeing what Max Williams can do. And I think Zach Ertz is more talent than Max Williams. Oh, yeah. That's not even close. That's like me playing playing against Zach Ertz, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think Max Williams would take offense to that. All right. I think not I to be unfair one. to Max, but uh, he, he had done really literally nothing for his entire career until this year. So. All right. Right. So this will take away from your your stack here. Um, we can go from Ridley to AJ Brown, and from Daryl Williams to Cordero Patterson. I've got to buy into that Cordero Patterson bandwagon more than I am. Oh wait, no, I, that's not. No, wait, is that even enough? Hold on, did I do the math? He had a hundred left over originally. I don't know if that helps you. No, that's actually not enough. God damn it! No, because that's five hundred more. Everyone did the math wrong. But you're right he about said, Cordero. Scratch it. <laughs> you're right about Cordero. Everybody should buy into his bandwagon. Even though it's like, how is this guy doing that? I don't want to either. I don't know why. There's something he came about in the him. as a wide receiver. Now he's just being used as a just an, an a gadget player, basically. But the gadgets wind up being touchdowns. It's, it's like I've never seen this before. What's weird is Mike Davis is still out snapping him, but it seems like when Mike Davis is on the field, they run play action and they don't give it to him. So I don't I don't know what it is, man. It's weird. I, it will be interesting to watch after the bye to see if they switch some things up. Sometimes teams on a bye, you know, throw some new wrinkles in. And and I don't think he'll do much. And I'm not going to recommend him. But they they've gotten a lot of pieces back in back in their lineup along with Ridley Russell Gage is back this week too. So. Yeah, he's been week he, too, he, so. he might he might not he's been us yeah he's been us week too he might not put up the what he's averaging. And you guys paid for Derrick Henry. Would you guys consider paying for Devontae Adams this week? He's leading the league in receiving yards, but only has two touchdowns. I feel like he could easily score against Washington secondary. I had um, him in my original lineup. I, that's the one thing I, I think we all do probably. I assume is we start out with like a shell, and then it's like I don't know. I really like this guy better than the original player, so. We kind of like create our own pivots as we're going along. Yeah, that's what's fun about it. I will say I the original lines we put out though, that's the one I put in the DraftKings just to see how it does. So, but then I'm like, man, yep, should have done that pivot. You know, obviously I have to do it. But like I talked about mine with the Stafford and Chase. But I'm gonna leave it alone and see what happens. But yeah, I just yeah, I think I want to find a lineup with Devontae same, Adams. Same thing with Adams. He's either gonna he's either gonna boom or bust. He has to perform at that price. Same with you guys playing Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has to get 20 minimum to be for that price, you know what I mean? But, the but thing he is, should with Derrick Henry, he's he's he has he's had one bust game, which is week one, and then he's boomed every other game. Right. Devontae he's, Adams he's a, is, is three and three booster uh, boomer bust all three right. all, all six weeks. So week one, 10 points, then he has 23, 34, but then 12, then 40, and then 12. Yeah. So running back is definitely safer, you know, guaranteed volume than a receiver. Obviously, you gotta catch the ball, but yeah, yeah. And I it's just, not and it's not even McCaffrey where most of his damage is you know, through the year, right? I mean, sure, he has a couple of games where 24, 27, most of it on the ground, but he also has five and nine out of the air. So I'm, let's just say, let's just say, for instance, he had seven, seven rushing, uh, seven rushing attempts and only two catches for like, that's the entire game. I'm honestly starting to wonder if we're even going to see McCaffrey this year again. Because he was, he seemed like 50 50 that he might, you know, he was practicing on a limited basis. He might play this week. And after two weeks of that, they, they put him on three weeks of IR. So and if they keep losing, know. there's not going to be a point. There there are a couple of running backs I'm going to throw out there that okay. I think people could people could um, choose for cheap. First of all, Miles Sanders is sitting at 5100. I know everybody's like, yuck, that's like an ugly name. I like but, it. That's my boy. <laughs> but it's kind of important to remember that Miles Sanders is actually. He's averaging 4.7 yards per carry, and over the last few weeks, he his snap count is 83% of all touches. So he's re- he's got the talent, 4.7 yards per carry. He's got the opportunity. He's getting ready to break out. They refuse to give him the way. ball, and I don't understand it. He looks so good when he runs, and he gets eight to ten carries. Yeah, it I is wild. It the the other one I'm throwing out there, 
And like I said, it's not the prettiest name. Devontae Freeman. Uh, he's sitting oh, at 40 yeah. center for the Ravens. And last, um, Latavius Murray's out this week. And last mm-hmm. week, I got the chance to watch him play. I thought last year was just washed. But I, it's kind of like the Browns offense last night. I don't think Dernis, what is it, Dernis Jackson? Is that his name? Johnson. Johnson. Dernis yeah. Johnson. I don't think he's that great of a back. But the Ravens and Browns just know how to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They got the offensive. They got the offensive set up. Freeman still got a little skip in his step. So at forty six hundred, I'd be willing to take a shot on him to help the rest of my lineup elsewhere. Freeman is my RB two in a dynasty league this week, and I'm just closing my eyes and hoping it rolls. I am the Saquon and Nick Chubb owner, so I am desperate. I, I get that. Is there any other plays I want to throw out there? McKissick at five, since if Gibson's not playing, uh, it's like Gibson at five thousand is a steal if Gibson's not playing. I think Gibson is playing for sure, but we don't know what his touches will be. It's kind of been hidden, but I'm pretty sure he's playing. Right, but, but let's just say injury. if if Gibson's not there a hundred percent, we already we look at what McKissick did last year, mm-hmm. and Ramondre Stevenson at forty seven hundred. Just to keep in mind for the people that don't watch Patriots football, because I don't blame you for not. <laughs> Brandon Bolden already lost his role with them mm-hmm. bringing in Ramondre Stevenson. So, yes, last week he gave you 15 points, five catches, 23 yards, three catches, 39 yards, and he did give you a touchdown. If he's giving you a goal line touchdown, that's you're, you're going to get over 10 points with him, and he's at 4,700. And then the week before against Houston, he already had 11 carries. I mean, sure, it's only 2.3 points, but it just shows you the volume that he's starting to get. Yeah, I was shocked when I seen that on Sunday. I was like, why he's gonna catch this? Because everybody's scouting, like, oh, he can't catch, you know, Brandon Bolton. And I'm like, wow, he is Brandon he's Bolton's like, an he's, afterthought. He's he's like Garrett Blount with hands. <laughs> I think he I think Belichick's finally giving Ramadre kind of like a little grievance, like, okay, you fumble kid, but let's Took go get some now. He better not fumble again. <laughs> and last last but not least, I didn't really like ex- exceedingly inexpensive tight ends this week, and usually I find one. So the only one I can give you that I think could be successful is, U- is Uzama for the Bengals against the Ravens. Ravens give up quite a few points to tight ends, and he's three thousand. Oh, you, you got OJ Howard. Depending on who's playing, OJ Howard at thirty-four, and he's not playing. You got Braid at thirty-three. Okay. Want to hop to some spread picks here, fellas? Yeah, we're running out of. Little late on time here, so we oh, gotta wow. rush with the spread picks. So got fun. a little too excited talking fantasy. Let me not. Uh, it's all right. Clear that. It's always fun. Um. All right. So for me, there was a lot of games where it was a lot of points. So this was actually a lot harder than it usually is. Mm-hmm. But let's go with the gimmies. Give me the Rams at minus sixteen. They're probably gonna drop fifty on the Lions, and the Lions might not score at all. Give me. The Cardinals at minus 18, they're just going to do what Buffalo did and score a lot and not give up anything because it is Houston. Um, Give me the Colts at plus four. If the Colts can score like at all against the 49ers, I do not see – because I think their defense is pretty solid. I don't see how Jimmy Garoppolo is going to win like in a, in a shootout, right? If he has to drop you know, 20-plus – I think the Colts can match, especially with their, you know, Jonathan Taylor and, you know, their core of running backs. And if T.Y. Hilton's back, he was pretty solid last week. That gives you a deep threat to worry about now, which will open up Jonathan Taylor. So I think they can definitely cover, if not steal that game in San Francisco. Um, give me Tennessee at plus four and a half. I think the Chiefs are struggling for a reason. Sure, they won last week, but they still don't look good. And... Some people don't believe in a Super Bowl hangover. That is real. There is a reason why yep. teams that lose a Super Bowl are terrible the year after. That that, that is real. Mm-hmm. Niners last year, terrible. Yep. Even the Falcons when they lost the Super Bowl, you can sure they made it to the playoffs the year after, but the year after that, they were mm-hmm. awful and they've been awful since. Right? Their their yeah. offense has been in a steep decline. They went from one of the best offenses ever to we don't even know who's going to score anymore. Um, give me Washington football team at plus eight. I don't know why, but the spread went from 10 to 8, and that can only mean one thing. The underdog will cover. Yeah. This is what I got out of it. I really got nothing else. Um, Man, please don't let me down again. Please. Uh, New England at home will I win knew. their first game of the season in Gillette. 
for the oh, wow. They haven't won a home game yet. No, no they are zero and four at Ooh. home. Didn't know that. That's interesting. I I don't think I, that's ever happened before in my existence of watching Patriots football. Give me New England minus seven. Okay. Please, McDaniel's. If you don't call properly, I will take. I, I will apply for your job because this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> One but, thing I want to throw out real quick before Luke gives his. Um, Hilton is very, very, very questionable at this point. He's he's not practiced um, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. And then Paris Campbell is on he's IR. The, he's the one out for the week, right? Yeah, he, he's on IR. So I, I don't know what your receiving options are going to be besides Pascal and um, Pittman. So I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't think negatively. Either way, I just want to throw that out there. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, those are my six. I'm, I pick New England every week in hopes because the team is better than their record. Most teams are usually better than their record, um, and I think they're one of them. So, yeah. hoping from some for some luck to go my way. Well, right. I'm, I'm with you on two. I'm with you on Washington and the Colts. Washington. I do think if the Niners win, it's by three. I think it's a close game. So, and the Colts. And I'm with you, Washington. The professionals are doing something out there in Vegas. Washington maybe keeps it close. Um, I'm against you now. It's funny how do we talk about these games, but I'm taking a, two of these points. I'm taking the Lions and I'm taking the Texans. Give me some uh, garbage time cover comeback something. All right, once they don't it. This is it, man. Hey, golf revenge game too, right? Come on, buddy, you can oh, do it. I, come God. on. I'm not neither. I don't believe either of those two win. I'll laugh if they do. It'd be it would be so funny if Goff beat Stafford. I would die laughing. But I do think they can cover. I think it's a, it's just so many points in the NFL, man. You're starting up two touchdowns against the spread, but I'm gonna take it. And then the opposite or uh, two games that um, were different were I'm gonna take the Saints on Monday night. I think Sean Payton coming off a bye, and I just think Seattle's not good. If Pittsburgh plays how they do in the first half, it's a blowout. I think Jameis Winston has fun with that secondary. Like I said, hopefully Marcos Cowley catches a bomb. But I like the Saints on Monday night. Sean Payton's going to have him a week off, too, to prepare, and Geno Smith is not good. And they might not have Alex Collins either. What are they going to do, run Richard Penny? <laughs> He's activated. <laughs> yeah, for now. And then I am on the Patriots game, but I'm doing what I've done all year and giving the Patriots under – Tell me how that game has more than uh, six, seven touchdowns. I did no way. I'm sorry. It'll be what was the first game when they played? When I took the under there and it hit easy. I think it'll be the same. Twenty to ten, twenty-one to seven. You guys are cover fine. My under it feels twenty-seven seventeen. Dude, that would that would put it over. I don't want that high. <laughs> <laughs> That's over by a point and a half. Cut, cut twenty-seven fourteen is fine, but. All right, that's all I got. Brian, you want to get yours out here real quick? Yeah, so Matt should be proud of me. I've got the Patriots. Ooh. Um, then I I went completely contrary to y'all. I've got the 49ers. Ooh. And I also went to Packers. So Ooh. I went completely contrary to y'all. Then my uh, other three games, I took the Ra- Raiders minus seven versus the Eagles. Excuse me, minus three versus the Eagles. Oh, okay. Be good if I could read my own writing. I took the Cardinals minus 18 and a half versus the Texans. And that's it. So that's kind of where, where I'm sitting at. I was going to say Raiders minus seven. What happened? Where yeah, exactly. It's minus three. You, do you know you only picked five, Brian? I thought I picked six. I got Unless the, you didn't read us one. I've got the Pats. I've got the Packers, Raiders, Cardinals, 49ers, and Saints. Saints, okay. Saints was the one you didn't throw out there. That's funny. You're on. You're with. Yeah. You're kind of like we have a couple. Kind of like last week where we're kind of with each other on some. Like me and Mav are on the Colts, and then you and Mav are on Zona, and I'm back in the Texans for some ungodly reason. So mm, you're just hoping for <laughs> like, like, like I said last week, <laughs> our listeners, and I want to be honest with you. Lou's got the most. He's got a big fan club. So follow who you like. Is my recommendation. I wouldn't follow me the way it's gone the last two weeks. Let me tell you, hey, we've been uh, rough. Yeah, no. <laughs> For in terms of the spread of picks so far, listen to Brian. Yeah, I've I've probably I've probably I'm on another show. Please don't record. do it in college, please. Don't do it. College has been rough this year. Let me tell you. I, from, probably, uh, I probably have the worst record here. <laughs> So if y'all want to, we'll give our Twitter handles and head on out for the evening. 
Right. That was a quick hour. That was good, guys. That was yeah, good. Time. Yeah, come by pretty quick. Uh, remove this. Put the overlay back on. Those are our twitters. I will be tweeting heavily about players on my fantasy team, of course, and the Patriots. So if you have any interest, or if you're a Pats fan, and you want to be depressed with me, follow me on Twitter. Uh, my name is Lucas Depow. You see it right there on the screen. Um, I think I'm kind of chilling this week with the bye week. We'll just be watching all the games, red zone, and all there is to do with that and the Blue Jackets. So if you want to reach me on Twitter, here's my Twitter handle. And I'm I'm Vandegrad92 on Twitter. Please follow my content. I've got a ton of stuff. I do a little bit of Debbie for college. I've got a ton of DFS out there. Um, I, I typically write an injury report. I don't I don't know if I'm making it before before I leave for Arizona, but uh, there, there's just always all kinds of stuff. And like I said, Vandegrad92. Most important, thank you all for tuning in. Hope you all enjoyed the show. As y'all know by now. We're on here every Friday night at 8 o'clock. And thanks again for tuning in. Y'all have a good week. Good luck in all your games. Good luck, guys. Have a good night. See you guys.